This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. All right, joining me now on the podcast is Chris Bartell. He is the Chief Business Development Officer at Zyvalo. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, sir. Great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Chris, a returning member to the podcast and uh, always appreciate his time and getting a chance to talk to him. And in the past, we've talked a little bit about the hospitality industry and the food and beverage industry and how uh, kiosks and self-service kiosks has really come in and kind of been able to revolutionize those industries and uh, increased efficiency and uh, increased ticketing and things along those lines. But today we're going to turn and take a look at the banking industry and uh, we really want to get a sense of how technology, specifically interactive technology, has really benefited this industry. Um, so let's talk just about where we are right now, uh, Chris. Just how has interactive technology come in and um, and really revolutionized this whole baking industry as it sits right now? Yeah, it's an exciting space to be in right now, for sure. Uh, what we're seeing uh, and what our what our customers are seeing is a lot of changes happening uh, from a digital perspective. So. Roughly half of the folks uh, who interact with a uh, with a bank today actually don't do it in person. They do it through an app or through a website. But there's still over 90,000 branches, uh, banking branches within the U.S. And so, for a lot of those more complex or uh, areas where you need to have a, a, a one-on-one conversation with a person, you're still likely to go into into your local branch and have that. That's still the 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 way that things are being done. And so now we're taking sort of that digital experience and making sure that it transforms into what has been a very traditional banking banking location. And so for us, it's uh, it's an exciting time to introduce new technologies and new ways of interacting with the folks in those branches. So I think when a lot of people think of the future, they think that everything will be done just right there on their cell phone, kind of like what you mentioned. You know, a lot of people uh, deposit checks that way now and, uh, you know, move money around in their various accounts, you know, just via an app or something like that. But you brought up an interesting aspect there that, that not everything can be done just straight there from your phone. You know, I bought a house recently, and you can't just sit there on your cell phone and, and do what it takes, you know, banking-wise to be able to go purchase a house. So uh, there is still that need for um, that kind of interaction and the help of someone who's specialized in this field. Absolutely. And it's also, uh, in addition to to the uh, the need to actually, you know, be there and, and have someone... Uh, there to assist, there's also a comfort level that the customer gets by having that one-on-one conversation and also being able to understand and ask questions along the way. Because a lot of these situations, whether you're applying for a mortgage or you're opening an investment account or doing some of these uh, other transactions, you're you're talking about very significant sums of money for uh, for the individual. And so making sure that uh, they feel comfortable with that and that they're making the right decisions and informed and can get all their questions answered is absolutely key to to making sure that, that that customer is going into that banking relationship with a very positive uh, outlook. So a lot of what our our solutions are geared towards is making sure that for those uh, more complex, and, and it can be as simple as a checking account, but it can be as complex as a, as a mortgage or, or financial uh, investments, uh, making sure that uh, it's geared and um, really uh, primed to make sure that that customer uh, has a very positive experience and feels like even though they're having a digital transaction, it's not one that's um, that's disconnected from a from a human being. 
Yeah, and I I, th- I do think that that's really key because you're right. There is that comfort factor there of just having someone that can explain uh, complex things that need to happen, right? Like it was my first time to ever buy a house, so I needed somebody to really help me understand, you know, some of the things that I needed to do, and that was uh, that was really crucial. So, uh, so l- let's just suppose for a second that. Um, uh, that uh, digital and interactive solutions like kiosks really step in and kind of elevate that experience. Um, uh, wh- what does that look like for you when you see kind of maybe the future of, of how, you know, a self-service kiosk could really come in and, and kind of revolutionize how things are happening? What, do you, what are you envisioning and what do you think the future looks like? Yeah, so we're 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 doing it now, and and we continue to expect to to see it to see it grow. So, um, you know, think about walking into a, a traditional banking location, and when you walk in, rather than somebody um, actually physically standing there, uh, there's a kiosk in front of you with a nice large screen where a, a person pops up on the screen. Welcome to the to uh, you know this particular bank, and uh, you know my name is is Chris. How can I help you today? And, uh, and, and as you're walking in, you know, you know what you're looking to do. You're looking to open a checking account or, you know, apply for a mortgage or do whatever you want to do. And then, uh, that person's able to connect you, uh, in a private room with another large screen camera. You're having a one-on-one conversation with somebody, uh, who's an expert, uh, in that space, whether, you know, you're applying for a mortgage or whatever, whatever you're there to do. And that interaction takes place. And you're able to perform all those functions in a secure room uh, with secure equipment. Uh, no one else can can hear you. So as you're walking into your local location, uh, you know your neighbor down the down the street isn't standing by, ready to uh, overhear all of your conversations. And so you're able to have that uh, very private conversation, uh, do your banking, and a- accomplish everything. Uh, with a person that you're having a one-on-one uh, face-to-face interaction with, so there's a camera in the room uh, where you're, where they're able to see you, and there's a camera uh, on there, and where you're able to see them and have that conversation and complete all the documents that need to be done electronically uh, right there in that in that private room. So you're able to uh, completely do everything you would do in a traditional banking situation, but now do it digitally. That's pretty incredible. Now, th- this also seems to, and, and you mentioned this earlier, just how many banks are currently open and are currently, you know, there with brick and mortar type locations where you go in and you do this sort of thing. Uh, th- this cer- certainly would make their operations more efficient, right? Absolutely. So think about, you know, a lot of folks working all day uh, during the day, traditional banking hours, uh, and they want to go in on a Saturday to apply for a car loan, let's say, because they're going to go shopping for a car. Uh, the uh, the real benefit there is instead of having, you know, walking into your traditional bank and maybe waiting, you know, three or four people deep uh, on a busy Saturday, now you have a, a call center that you can flexibly staff and make sure that those folks are available. So not only are you decreasing the amount of time the person sitting there getting frustrated waiting uh, in the banking location, but it's also increasing uh, the efficiency of the use of people uh, within the banking, you know, the broader banking organization. And you can also kind of envision the idea that uh, the people that would be staffing this are the people that are uh, maybe of the highest quality, right? Because you're not looking to staff so many locations. You're able to find the best people, the people that are most qualified to uh, be able to do this kind of work and help people with the solutions that they need help with. Um, so then people are receiving a higher level of, of assistance and care. Yes, absolutely. So now 
you know, if I'm going in for a mortgage specifically, uh, you know, maybe in a, in a traditional banking location, the same person handles auto loans and mortgages and, you know, setting up checking accounts and doing all these various things. Uh, now I can really, what we've coined as a virtual banking expert, uh, you can actually have someone whose primary focus is mortgages and that's their area of expertise. And so they're able to, to one, offer the products that are most uh, relevant to that particular consumer understanding, you know, what they're trying to accomplish, whether it's a fixed rate 30 or a, a, a balloon mortgage or, you know, whatever the, whatever that circumstance is, FHA, um, they can become very knowledgeable and very um, coordinated so that they can make sure that that product set is, is the right one for them. Yeah, absolutely. And then like kind of for me as the customer, um, I, I used to work in radio, right? I used to work in morning drive radio. So I was done with work by noon every day. So if I needed to go to the bank, I could. Um, but now I work at market scale and I have more of a regular schedule and I kind of wonder like when do normal people actually go to the bank? Cause I used to have a lot of freedom <laughs> to do that. Right. But, uh, with this kind of an idea, you could also have, um, these kiosks and these locations that are in other high traffic areas that aren't necessarily at a bank location that might be able to have more flexible hours so that when someone gets off of work at six o'clock in the evening or something like that, but they have some things they need to take care of that that might be available to them. Yes, absolutely. And and because you're able to, you know, as the financial institution, as you're able to have flexible locations and where you're where you're placing people, it could even be out of their own homes. Now that the internet connections are 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 good across the country, uh, it, it's very possible to have people, you know, spread out across the country who are able to uh, work these sort of peak periods uh, on a Saturday or flex off, um, you know, when when they're not needed as much. Uh, because it's a lower lower time uh, and lower volumes, and you can build these trends over time and understand what's going to be your your peak times and what aren't going to be your peak times, so that uh, you can make sure that you're properly staffed for for those and and offer incentives perhaps when uh, you are expecting uh, a busy Saturday uh, because of of an event that's coming out or a promotion that the that the bank is going to be providing. Right, right. Now, I think when when people begin to talk about banks and they think about uh, doing banking, uh, you know, maybe some people have kind of overcome this fear thanks to uh, doing a little bit more mobile banking on their phone and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, as there are more and more kiosks and as this uh, does occur more and more regularly, you mentioned earlier secure rooms where nobody can hear uh, what's going on and nobody else uh, is privy to that information. But I think security is a big question that people are going to ask. So um, how do you ensure the highest level of security for folks when they are doing their banking, uh, you know, at a kiosk? Yeah, so that you know, that's obviously the one of the key tenets of the of the solution is is working with the uh, particular financial institution to make sure that you know this system fully integrates into uh, their their current security protocols and make sure that it it matches uh, anything that they need to do. So it's all dedicated lines, dedicated uh, everything essentially to ensure that uh, it's fully compliant with any of the uh, requirements from a banking laws perspective. I think when a lot of people hear this, they're going to say, yeah, that sounds really great. You know, I like higher efficiency. I like having better uh, people being able to handle questions that come from consumers. Um, you know, these all sound like great ideas. Um, do you foresee this? And when you've been able to uh, to put this into practice, does it integrate easily with what banks are already doing in their spaces? And um, how long does that integration normally take? Yeah, so for a lot of our uh, existing customers and, and customers that we're working with um, in a pilot phase right now, what we're really looking at is uh, 
you know, usually about a, a three to six month integration. Uh, it, it depends a lot on what banking systems are using. Uh, a lot are using, um, you know, a third party solution. Some are using homegrown. So it really depends on what that existing solution looks like. And then uh, us being able to create those connections. You know, it's it's one of the interesting things to, to remember here is you're, uh, you're leveraging a lot of what already exists. So uh, a lot of our solution is really putting that um, that connection in place between uh, the two locations with the hardware and the and the and the, the software, um, but a lot of that backend infrastructure already exists, and so now it's it's a matter of making it um, more comfortable to look at from a customer facing perspective versus um, versus you know what's been in place uh, previously, which is something that the the banking um, professional already is familiar with and. And to a large scale, they're still using those same systems. And so uh, unlike in a, in a restaurant situation where you need to take a what's traditionally a POS solution and make it a customer facing interactive uh, solution, uh, a lot of the work uh, is still done on the back end uh, using the existing system. So there's a little bit less integration there than uh, than what you know, may may take place in some of our other industries. Absolutely. So it's, it's really just... Um... To me, when I when I think about this, I think it's just an example of the changing of the times, right? Where you can improve what um, a customer's experience is in a bank um, by bringing in existing technology. And if we just rethink it, um, you know, the way that you're talking about that, at the end of the day, everybody has a better experience from top to bottom, and people are still able to get what they need um, information-wise, uh, but maybe at a higher level, thanks to you know improved. Um, service that they're able to get and uh, t to me top to bottom this just sounds like a, a great idea overall and something that I'm really excited about moving forward yeah we're excited about it too we've seen some great success and uh, are very much looking forward to um, to getting this into more and more locations excellent well Chris Bartell the chief business development officer at Zyvelo thank you so much for joining me today Chris great thank you so much